Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're going to bring you a special message from one of our guests who came to us and shared his testimony and message about how God delivered him while he served 50 years in Angola prison for murder. Our guest is Eugene Tannehill. He's been going all around the country talking about how he was addicted to drugs and how he murdered a man and how he was sentenced to the electric chair, but God delivered him, saved him, and is using him in ministry. If you have someone in your family who's a part of the criminal justice system, this is a message you would like to hear. Maybe you're praying for your loved one who's incarcerated and you want God to do something miraculous in their life. You want to hear this message. So come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. This man was filled with the spirit. Speak in tongue and the spirit give utterance. He preached the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. He was miraculous. He was saturated in the very existence of the nature of Jesus. He walked it in the power of God. In Hellmills as a tramp, a Hedion, waiting on the side of the railroad that when he come along to rob him, to take his money. And he come along. And I didn't ask him no question. That demon didn't let me ask him no question. I, immediately, I just jumped up and just slayed the man. What do you mean by slayed him? I killed him on the spot. At least I thought I killed him. And we'll explain that later on. I thought I killed him. How can you kill something that God have already killed? Y'all ain't saying nothing. How can you kill something that God have already killed? Don't you know the Bible says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness? You can't kill no child of God. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You can't do nothing to him but make him live close to God. Who have believe that? You can't hurt no child of God. Jesus took all our hurt and everything upon him on the cross. Do you believe that? Saul of Tarsus thought he was hiding Christian when he was doing Christians a favor. That's all he was doing. He was doing them a favor. I done my brother body him as a favor by what? Slaying his body. That's all I did. Jesus said, fear not man who is on a destroyed body. And that's all he can do. But rather fear me, Jesus, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, I followed the scripture. I've got to follow the word. Was that the word? No bad with nothing. It's not the word. So I thought I killed him. I killed his body. On the spot. Shipped his body buck naked. Look what sin would make you do. Look what the motivation of sin would make you do. Stripped his body buck naked. Sights his clothes. And didn't find but a dollar and 63 cents. Here's a dead man on the ground, naked. And I thought I had something and got a dollar and 63 cents. I was rescued and brought under custody. 
And the Lord God gave my great auntie to keep me from going any further a revelation that it was me. And that's when it brought me under custody. And I was rescued under the custody of the law. Now, Romans 8, 28, quote, Now we know that all things work together for good. To them who love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did for new, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, him he also called. In whom he called him, he justified. In whom he justified, he also glorified. Now, come back. Now we know that all things work together for good to them who love God. Well, how could I love God and did was living the, the life that I was living? How could I love God and was living the life that I was living and possessed it, the spirit that I possessed it? How could I love God? And then killed one of his great ministers of the gospel. How could I love God? Number one, the lack of knowledge. Number two, walking on the broad road of destruction. Number three, spirit to blind. Don't you know demonic power will blind you spiritually? It will blind you. And when you're blind, you don't know where you're going. Do you know where you're going when you're blind? So when demonic power have control of your life, you are spirit to blind with no sense of direction. Because that demon then took residence, he then took residence in your life and he have your life under control. Lord, help us. Now, how can any good come out of that? But all things went together for good. Now, I didn't know that I was born predestinated. I died from the foundation of the world. I didn't know that. Because I didn't have no parents and raised up in a Christian home or neither was it partakers of a what? A, 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 a Christian atmosphere that I could learn and be raised up in the very existence of the nature of learning about God. My people were wicked and lost. I'm going to say that again. My people were wicked and lost. That's really got so much of crime today. Lord, help me. Help us, Lord. Now, in doing something like that under the influence of demonic and satanic forces, the Lord let me know from the foundation of the world he had chose me, had called me, and had a future ten piper for my life. That's the reason I read the scripture there for you. I didn't know that. I was blind to that. Now, Remember this from the day on, and I believe a lot of y'all have really have experienced it. Any time that you is marked, have the mark of the very existence of God in your life, meaning that He have chose you. The world don't like you, and the forces of hell don't like you. The powers of darkness don't like you. But notice this: if God chose you. He had a purpose and a plan for your life. This is from the foundation of the world. 
Now, I didn't say that I was born saved or none of us were born saved. I didn't say that. I said we were born chosen, predestinated, ordained to the future and the plan of God. Damn it now. Listen to this. Satan cannot, none of his forces cannot destroy. I wouldn't care how wicked that you are, how ignorant that you are, how contrary that you are. If you have not come into the knowledge of your calling, Satan cannot kill you. I challenge anybody on that. I said I would challenge the world on it. Satan cannot kill you. I didn't say that he wouldn't try to, that he couldn't hurt you, but he can't kill you. Because that was a calling on your life has got to be and must be fulfilled. The purpose and the plan of God. You're marked. And I found out that a marked man is a dangerous man. Y'all got one right there. I see a great mark on his life. I'm not saying that just to be saying that. No, I know, that, I know what I'm talking about. There's going to be some excitement here today. I see it already. Now. Look what I done done. The whole parish, Grant Parish, come against me. 300 and some limousine was behind the hearse. He must have been thought of, wasn't he? I'm talking about limousines. What a hedian done done. I count myself then with a hedian. The signing petitions and everything to put me in the lecture chair. The lecture chair existed then. In time of a punishment. This injection, then it was inflammable punishment. Simply meaning that you would die under the influence of electricity, electric chair. There was silent petition to put me in the electric chair. And to me, I was wisely. I was wisely of the electric chair. I jewed the electric chair. I was wisely of it. I jewed that. And everybody thought I was wisely of it and jewed it. Lord, have mercy. Lord help us. Bless God, the coat come. They had coat. The grand jurors indicted me and found a true bill. A premeditated murder, first degree, and aggravated armed robbery. What do that carry, church? Capital punishment. You can't get nothing out of that but that. Three billion dollars cash couldn't have brought me out of that. Three billion dollars cash couldn't have delivered me. Three billion. And then I was wisely, I was wisely of that. Look what I done done. Size all the other things I done. Robbed people that left them in the ditch. Rape women. Snatched pocketbooks. Breaking windows. Slapping men upside the head with that 30 inspector. Taking their money. Throwing that sawed off their shotgun through windows. Saying throw it out baby or either you get out. Say, so you're boasting in that? No, I'm not boasting in that. No, how, how could I boast in iniquity? How could I boast in sin? This is my testimony. Showing you what God can do. And finally, I went before the judge. George Allen. He been dead. I lived at him. He sentenced me to death. He sentenced me to death on an inflammable punishment to die in Louisiana State Lecture Chair and then go to Louisiana. You are worst of death. Take him away. 
1957, I took me down and put me on death row. Lord, help me. And at that time, integration did not exist. Integration did not exist. And if a black man, I'm talking about the state of Louisiana, would find himself killing a white man, where did he go? He was, he was either lynch or either lectitude. Now, this wasn't a black man that I killed. This was a white man. That's when you heard me say the limousine was behind him. They wanted to give the, the jailer $300,000 to let the death cell stay open that the Ku Klux Klan would come in and get me and pour gas on me and burn me up. This is Jerry G. Martin, and you've been listening to an impactful and special message from our guest, Bishop Tannehill. He came to visit us and shared his story of spending over 50 years in Angola prison, first being convicted of first-degree murder, an aggravated robbery, and sentenced to the electric chair but he tells how God delivered him, saved him, used him, and set him free out of the prison for which he got a life sentence without parole. I hope this message has been encouraging to you. Many of us have friends and relatives and neighbors and family members that are incarcerated, but I want you to know that God is able to do magnificent and wonderful things. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety again, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can hear all of these messages over and over again, or you can share them with someone in your family. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this moment to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We believe God is doing some mighty and wonderful, awesome things in the world today. He's saving those that need saving. He's delivering those that need to be delivered. Come and meet with us each Sunday at 16161 Old Umber Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, it's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.